Hello and welcome to the High Vibrational Life Podcast. This is Kimberly Kingsley and I am your host. Today I'm going to be talking about untangling from toxic relationships. And I'd like to start right off the bat by saying that toxic relationships implies that the person you're relating with is toxic. And that is completely contrary to our mission here at the High Vibrational Life Podcast. In my mind, in my belief system, no one is inherently toxic. What's toxic are our dynamics with others sometimes and the patterns we have within ourselves as we relate to other people. This is a topic that's near and dear to my heart. For those of you who have read Modern Hippie, you know that untangling from difficult relationships has been my greatest opportunity for growth. And I believe that this is true for most people because relationships are where we tend to have the most attachment. We tend to cling to our dynamics regardless of how healthy they are because they help us to feel secure. They help us to feel connected. Even in the most toxic interaction, we're connecting to another person. Even if it's from our lowest vibrational point, it's still a connection. So in our desire, in our commitment to move toward a higher vibrational life every day, part of that is looking at our relationships and our relationship dynamics. I'd like to encourage that we go about this from the perspective of resonance. So it's really easy to get in our heads about relationships that aren't working for us and to blame the other person. But the saying that it takes two to tango is really true in a vibrational world. You wouldn't be in that particular dynamic if there wasn't a lesson, if there wasn't a gift. So rather than using our thinking brain to navigate this transformational process, let's drop down into our bodies and approach it from a place of resonance. With resonance, we simply lean in to what feels good versus what doesn't feel good. And from that place, we know what's toxic for us. And the beautiful thing about aligning with life's design, which is what this entire podcast is about, aligning with our nature, creating a healthy energy system that resembles nature so that energy can simply flow through us and so that uh, each of us can be the powerful vessel for life that we are designed to be. So in nature... We'll use a river as our metaphor for this episode. If if a river isn't flowing when it encounters a particular landscape, it does one of two things. It either goes another direction or it carves out the landscape. In other words, it transforms that landscape to allow for greater flow. Well, if you've been listening to prior episodes you'll remember that the current of our energy system is life energy. And the landscape is our body, our mind and our thoughts, 
our relationship dynamics, our habits, our skills, all the ways in which energy flows through us and into the world. So if we are to be like nature, we are going to first tune in with resonance. And I'm sure you've already thought of a relationship, maybe one, maybe two, maybe more. But there's usually a primary relationship that is most causes us to become most out of alignment. And so I would I would recommend that you start there. Because once you know the process for untangling, then you can apply it to every relationship for your entire life. So just take a moment and lean into your relationships and see which one feels like it has the most toxic moments. That when you connect with that person, and I know, like I just said, it's not all the time. I'm sure you have some really good connection points. But sometimes when you connect with that person, you experience uh, energy loss or energy drain or energy contamination, hence the word toxic. And, and to be sure, this contamination is coming from our own thoughts and emotion, emotional reactions to that person and to that dynamic. But it is a system, so both people are involved. And so it's, this is not about blaming one person or the other. These patterns form over time, and they get pretty well entrenched. So just tune in to the person or relationship dynamic even that you would like to transform from a resonance perspective. Like, this doesn't feel good to me anymore. It doesn't feel like flow. It feels like resistance. It feels like a power struggle. And from that place of resonance, simply feeling and observing how that feels in your body without attaching a story, without attaching judgment, without attaching blame, commit to taking your energy back, reclaiming your energy from that pattern so that it can once again flow through you and generate power to elevate your life and to give more to others. So this is by no means a selfish decision. This is the most selfless decision that we can make is untangling from toxic relationship dynamics. Sometimes we have to untangle from the person completely. Sometimes we just untangle from the particular dynamic and the relationship becomes more tenable, more fulfilling, healthier. It helps when we realize that untangling is a win-win proposition. It's not easy for either party because, again, this is an etched out landscape where your energy is accustomed to flowing in that direction. And it's the same for the other person. So it's familiar. We like what's familiar. Our body strives to stay in a state of homeostasis and familiarity even when it's not healthy. I 
have a story that illustrates this point that untangling is a win-win. And I remember when I was in my late 20s and I was living in Chicago, I had just had my spiritual awakening, which I also write about in Modern Hippie. And I was sitting in a coffee shop and I was thinking about all the ways in which I lose my energy. And just as I was thinking about everything in my life that needed to change if I was going to be a high vibrational person, which I wasn't thinking in those terms at the time. I was just thinking about being whole, which is what being high vibrational is. Just as I was thinking about that, I look across the coffee shop and I see a woman with her dog. And her dog was a big German shepherd and kept jumping up on her lap to get a bite of her scone. And she, she would give him a bite and then say, sit, sit, and then give him another bite and then say, sit. But he was relentless. He wouldn't sit because she kept reinforcing the behavior. This became crystal clear. It exploded in my mind as a metaphor for my life. Like all these patterns that are draining our energy are not benefiting the other person either. That dog had no peace at all. So if she would have had her boundary and said, and you know, train, retrained the dog. So no, I'm never going to give you food. It's you're going to go through withdrawals. It's going to be uncomfortable. That dog would have eventually got it and been able to relax on on this beautiful day on this lovely coffee shop patio. So this is what happens when we transform a relationship dynamic that's unhealthy or toxic for us. And that is that there are withdrawals on both sides. But if we fall into the trap of believing that the other person is going to suffer as a result of us taking our energy back, then we are mistaken. And we might not have the persistence to go all the way when it comes to transforming this pattern. So know in your heart that every time you increase energy flow within your body, within your life, your self-expression, everything, that you are elevating everyone, including the people that are directly affected by your growth and your transformation. The next thing I want to say is that even though transformation is the goal here, we are not in control of transformation. Transformation is the outcome or the result of us applying our energy in a certain way, in alignment with our own integrity, in alignment with our own higher knowing. What happens, I'm going to use this river metaphor again, So if there is a pile of debris in a river, the river doesn't transform that debris consciously. The river keeps flowing in alignment with its flow pattern. And eventually the debris transforms as a result of the flow. So again, the relationship is the landscape. Your energy flow is what is going to carve out the landscape of that particular relationship. 
So while transformation is the goal, it's important to remember that we don't muscle through this. We don't deliberately go in and, and rearrange everything. We simply go through the process of life's design, which I've shared so many times in so many other episodes, but I'm going to apply it today specifically to relationship dynamics. So step one is making the commitment. Step two is trusting that life will take care of the transformation part if you do your part. Step three is staying out of your head and navigating this from a place of resonance. If you tell yourself a story over and over, you're reinforcing the pattern. And the goal is not to reinforce it or change it to a different toxic pattern. The goal is to reclaim your energy from that pattern so that it can flow in a way that elevates you and everyone around you. And then we step into applying life's design. Life's design is the process through which life extends itself. Okay. It is our natural blueprint, the way that we grow, the way that we evolve, and it applies to all of nature. It's a universal process and it always starts with presence. So it always starts by becoming aware of where you are, of the connection points. Where do you connect to yourself in this? Where do you connect to the other person? What does the dynamic feel like? What is your part? And you look at your part without judgment. You look at your part and you look at their part. If you're going to use any kind of uh, mental analysis, you view each person's part with compassion because we don't get tangled up with other people because we're trying to be terrible. We get tangled up with other people because we're doing our best to move through something. But sometimes we get stuck in a pattern where we never move through. So you practice presence, you practice observation, and you look at your part without judgment. And as you observe, you will begin to get clarity. And the clarity of the pattern and taking responsibility, owning that it's yours, prepares you for the next step. So the first step in every application of life's design is to practice presence. The second step is to practice integrity. So that means that instead of falling into your reactions to that pattern, to that person, you apply a a higher level of integrity in that you do what you know you need to do. So let me give you a couple of practical examples. So if your pattern is to get into a screaming match with this person, you know in your heart that that's not the right thing. You know in your heart that that's not productive. So instead of justifying it and falling into the unconscious pattern of screaming back, 
you use your conscious intention to actually not scream, but to feel the terrible feelings that come up when you don't engage in your, your part of the pattern. The reason we engage in every dysfunctional pattern is to avoid the feelings that arise when we don't unconsciously defend or react. All of our unconscious reactions and behaviors are an avoidance of life energy moving through us and often bringing painful emotions with it. So you practice presence, you observe, and then you practice integrity. You do the right thing on your end without trying to control them and their end. Because the moment you start trying to control the other person is the moment that you've jumped back in. You've jumped back into the ring. You're feeding that pattern again. So you observe and you feel the sadness and you feel the anger or the injustice or whatever it is that comes up when you no longer play that game. Step three is when the transformation occurs, but it doesn't occur unless you are able to persist and continue to do the right thing way beyond your comfort point. So in other words, you're still observing the dynamic and you're still feeling the feelings, but you're not giving in. You're not going to start screaming at that person. And on the other side, if you're the, if you're the person who shoves everything down and allows that other, allows your partner or friend to bulldoze you, then your part is actually speaking up. So in that case, you practice presence, you observe, you say, okay, I'm not doing my part here. My part is to use my voice. Then you practice integrity. That is doing the right thing by you, according to you, what you know in your heart is right. And then you say, I'm not okay with this. This is not appropriate. This is not healthy. I'm not going to do it anymore. So you use your voice. And then you continue. You persist. So whether you're trying, you know, whatever it is that your end of this dynamic is, whatever your part is, you persist. And in the persistence is when it transforms. And you'll know it transforms because you will have not only clarity, but you will, you will get a rush of energy and conviction that a person gets when the energy is once again free to flow. And that conviction will carry you to doing, continuing with your healthy behavior. And then a beautiful thing happens. Resonance comes into play again. When the dysfunctional or toxic pattern is no longer in place, life reorganizes itself. So if the person is meant to stay in your life at a distance or in a different capacity, that's what happens. But if it's no longer fun for them, 
and and they were just in it for the power or the control or something like that, then the relationship completely falls away. So we've come full circle to you start with trust and then you end up seeing it all unfold in perfect divine order. That was a lot today. It's a lot to digest. It's a lot to process because we all have relationship dynamics that siphon our energy, that disempower us, that deflate us, that discourage us. And really looking at that, really uh, taking ownership for our part, really doing the right thing and then persisting in doing the right thing allows us to get to the next level of our power, authentic power, not ego power, where we are power generators instead of power consumers. You have a purpose here. You have a purpose. And that purpose is to shine as bright as you can and contribute in a meaningful way in a way that works for you, in a way that feels good, in a way that lifts you up and expands your heart and helps others at the same time. So thank you for joining me today on this longer than usual podcast episode. I invite you to visit my website at KimberlyKingsley.com and uh, rate this podcast if you enjoyed this episode and please pass it on. I'm committed to sharing life's design with as many people as possible because we are living in a society that operates almost in complete opposition to life's organic design. Thank you for listening. I'm sending you lots of love and good vibes for today and always. And until next time, be well.